Why, hello there. Welcome to Biblical Chili. Why don't you follow me and I'll find a place for you to take that load off. The boys are just about to start. If you've been here before, welcome back. But if this is your first time, let me fill you in on a few details. You see, we speak openly about the Bible and our daily walk with Christ. And it's our continuing prayer that everyone that walks through those doors grows a little closer to Jesus every day. And I tell you what, you came at a great time too. The boys are walking through the entire Bible from cover to cover, one story at a time. Speaking of stories, we'd love to hear yours. So why don't you tell us all about it in that box below called comments. And after this is all over, if you like what you heard, on the way out, there's a button called subscribe. It's red and it's got a little bell next to it. Oh, and tell your friends. Oh, 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 here we go. Here's a nice seat right up front for you. Now you sit down and get comfortable. And I'd like to sit here and talk to you and get to know you better, but that was the dough. I got to go. Those boys had better get the lead out and get going. This crowd seems restless. I'm coming, I'm coming. Order up. Last time we left, we were talking about Jacob and, and that nightmare that he had. Um, and he woke up and he kind of did this off oath. Like, if, if you're going to hold up your end of the bargain, then I'll believe in you and I'll come back here and this is where uh, your church will be. And he anointed a rock and... Oh, he also promised that he paid a tenth. Ten, ten, tenth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he was pulling from his grandfather's um, following with like, oh yeah, I remember he gave a tenth of everything he had from uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, the sacking of the first time right. of Sodom. Right, So he's like, well, I'll just stick with that. Um, but anyway, that leads us into chapter 29 here in Genesis. And before we get going, I want to uh, just welcome back Wayne. So hey! Hey, Wayne! Good to be back. Good to see your faces. Yeah, It's been too long. Too long. Starting off here in verse 1, Then Jacob continued his journey, and he came to the land of the eastern peoples. There he saw a well in the open country, with three flocks of sheep lying near it, because the flocks were watered from that well. The stone over the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, the shepherds would roll the stone away from the well's mouth and water the sheep. Then they would return the stone to the place over the mouth of the well. Rolling it away, like, is this just like a flat slab, like, covering the top of the yeah. well? Or is this like a boulder sitting on this well they have to, like, reef it off every time they have to unclog it? It's usually a shaped flat slab so that, it, more or less, so that bugs and everything else can kind of stay out of it. You know, trying to keep it as clean as you can. And normally, if it's, if it's that big, I know one of the reasons why they made it so big and so heavy was that you needed usually a couple of people to move it so you know one person couldn't come by that's like angry at somebody and like poison the well or something you know so it was like or an animal accidentally knock it off fall in and then right. just de Ugh, decay yeah. in the drinking water yeah me who, who wanted who wants to drink you know goat kool-aid <laughs> okay i'm sorry this the part up at the top though on verse one that says the land of the people of the east does that sound what? like like a stereotype or something during this time i don't know like you know, the people that, like, we have flatlanders that live, you know, the people that flatlanders. So I, I wonder if this is, uh, if they mentioned that here because of part of the promise that Jacob was was made to by God saying, I will 
give you, you know, your, your seed will go to the north and to the south and to the east and to the west. You know, maybe this was like, okay, now he's going to the east. This is where your people are going to be from. You know, so like a, a bread trail, if you would. But anyway, here at uh, verse 4, uh, Jacob asked the shepherds that were coming that way, My brothers, where are you from? We're from Haran, they replied. And he said to them, Do you know Laban, Nahor's grandson? Yeah, we know him, they answered. Then Jacob answered him, Is he well? Yes, he is, they said. And here comes his daughter, Rachel. With the sheep. <laughs> I wonder if... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm like envisioning some Vanna White. And here she comes! A brand new car! <laughs> what do we have time? Dorm number one, Alex. <laughs> right, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and here she comes! Look, he said, the sun is still high. It is not time for the flocks to be gathered. Water the sheep and take them back to the pasture. We can't, they replied. Like... Okay, Jacob rolls up and starts telling these people what to do. Well, yeah, because remember in the in the like a uh, few episodes ago we talked about like his brother was like the hunter of the field is what they called him, and he was somebody that stayed home and just did the flock. So apparently this guy's like he knows his stuff. And in verse eight, we can't. They replied, and not until all the flocks are gathered and the stone has been rolled away from the mouth of the well, then we will water the sheep. While he was talking to them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherd. Shepherd S. S. Shepherd S. Yes. When Jacob saw Rachel, <coughs> when when Jacob saw Rachel, daughter of his uncle Laban, and Laban's sheep, he went over and rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well. By himself. By himself, <laughs> and watered his uncle's sheep. <laughs> it, well, if you guys aren't going to do it, I'm going to do it ready, myself. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Then Jacob kissed his kissed Rachel and began to weep aloud. He had told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and a son of Rebekah, so she ran and told her dad. When I read this last night, I'm thinking to myself, does he think this is Bo Derek running down the beach or what? Because <laughs> right. all of a sudden he's got the strength of uh, Scott Sullivan and, <laughs> and he's moving the rock so all of them could drink, you know? Two people are supposed to move that stone, right? It, it was, yeah, it was. It's usually so heavy that you need yeah. you need shepherds, like several yeah. flocks, to come by, mm -hmm. you know, and to do the job. I'm thinking there was some kind of engineering going on there too, but I, I think he was he was head over heels right off the bat. I think. What wasn't he in for a big surprise? Right. Well, uh, hold on, though. Was it customary to kiss your cousin back in those days? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in Tennessee. <laughs> but one thing, though, do you guys know of another story of when a guy walked up to a well and single-handedly removed the lid and watered somebody's flocks? Come on. It's, it's, we're like one book away from getting there. Hmm. Moses. Moses. Thank you. And yeah. 10 points for the young oh, well. man in the back. <laughs> so, well, yeah, Moses did this exact same thing. He wanted to, like, basically, I got the strength to do this and walks up and, and does it. But obviously, Rachel was there. So, you know, he had to, yeah. uh, you know. I am it. here to pump you up. <laughs> <laughs> I am here to water your sheep. Yeah. I wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, to finish this, uh, this last little bit here, um, verse 13, As soon as Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he hurried to meet him, he embraced him, 
and kissed him and brought him to his home. And there Jacob told him all these things. And Laban said to him, you are my own flesh and blood. Now, they didn't have like photo ID. This is like a, a big trust thing. So like, hey, I'm your cousin. And then just starts kissing on her. And then here comes Laban. He's like, hey, you say you're my cousin. You you are my nephew. So, so come here, nephew, and hug and kiss him. And, and he has to tell him the story afterwards. So that, that's a lot of trust right there. Just because he was able to, to, to say, you know, Rebecca, you know, he could have done some homework. This, could, this guy could have been a con artist, but they embraced him like family right off the bat. Okay, so in verse 12, he says, Leah's eyes were delicate, but Rachel was beautiful of form and appearance. Hmm. So, so apparently, Rachel was... She was curvy. <laughs> she was curvy, yeah. Uh, verse 8, Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. Seven years. Okay, let's just stop right there. So, I'm I'm trying to like put this in my in my own mind to try to like cycle this through. Okay, so and we kind of talked about this a little bit beforehand. Jacob was a servant, which, by the way, back then servants and slaves were not the same as we think of them today. They back then, especially the the uh, um the people. Uh, and by the way, I I understand um the Hebrews were not established yet, but I'm just saying. Their culture was you were a servant just meant that you were employed by somebody, basically. And so he wants a wage. So his wage is just one girl, which means that he had literally nothing. All he did was just eat from Laban's table and work in his field for seven solid years to get apparently Rachel. But can you, okay, let's just like do some numbers here. So what was she like 20 years old? Or like 16 years old and he was 20 or something like that. So like imagine seven years you're waiting for this guy. Like being a girl, like you're waiting for this guy for seven years. And being the guy, you're working for a girl for seven years solid. That is commitment. Yeah, I wrote that down too. That's the epitome of commitment because it it better be worth it, right? So this is what I'm going to do. Put my nose down. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get the reward. Right. Big surprise. Big surprise. <laughs> We're not there yet. I mean, I can't wait. It's not like he didn't have his eyes on the prize, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is no, and that's a good point. So, I mean, it's not like she never showed up. Like she was hanging around the house all the time. It's like she's there. I right. Mean, right. Obviously. So they could have been dating. Oh, dating. Let's <laughs> go, Corton. Corton. They're Corton. Okay, so verse 19, and Laban said, it is better that I give you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. So in other words, he's saying it's better that I give her to family than to somebody else, than a stranger. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed only a few days to him because of the love he had for her. So see, I find this so funny. So it's like, it's like the whole his whole seven years is summed up in one verse. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and he it only seemed like a few days for her because he loved her very much. Like that's all his seven years. Because verse twenty one is just. Then Jacob said to Laban, "Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go into her." And Laban gathered together all the men. And this was the confusing part for me. Okay, 
Verse 22, and Laban ga gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. Now it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob. And he went into her and Laban gave his maid, Zilpah, to his daughter Leah as a maid. So it came to pass in the morning that, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is it you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why then have you deceived me? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We need to go back for a minute. Uh-oh. How in the world did he not know that it was Leah? I've always thought about this over the years, many, many, many years of reading this, hearing about this, being taught this. How did he not know? Did I have he, an idea. She had a cousin it outfit on? No, no, what? no. I, I, I think that after seven years of nose to grindstone, project after project, um, labor after labor, he finally attained it, and then they threw a feast, and I believe Jacob went into excess because, you know, this is a seven-year journey that is finally done, and he was really celebrating. So I don't oh think my. that he was in his own wits when he went to bed. He was completely trusting Laban. Right. And they didn't have like night lights and stuff like that, so I don't <laughs> see that uh, it would be well lit in his chamber. No, and it, it would have been a tent, man. It would be a tent, yeah. So yeah. at that time of night or that late night, he probably wouldn't have noticed because if he had went into excess. Right. I mean, no. I mean, if he would have been full of food and God knows whatever, he, he else would have been drinking or eating or whatever. One thing I found very interesting, because my question was not that. My question was, didn't they have the party together? No, yeah, when was he, the... No, I said the fact that he gathered all the men. It right. didn't say anything So it was like women. a giant bachelor party. Right. Yes. Yeah. And exactly. It, and, and so the... then this is like a um, biblical version of the hangover. Right. Oh, no. Huh. So right, where consumma you, consummation was the ceremony. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, it's, I'm they just had a yeah. party and had a party, and then they went to bed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, Jewish tradition, it was similar to that. Honestly, uh. like during the the wedding feast, the wedding feast would last for days. But the like, as far as I'm aware, now I, I could be wrong on this, but sometimes, like when if they did not have the money to to build a home or something like that. They would basically just pitch a tent out in the field and people would keep going on with the wedding feast, like, you know, maybe 100 feet away, you know, so it's not like it was, mm. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not like it was, uh, like, that was the, the, they didn't have, like, super elaborate ceremonies, at least in scripture, it didn't seem like they had elaborate ceremonies before the consummation. They had the party that would last days. Oh, you know, I, I mean, it would be seven to 10 days or something like, like, what, what was the party that Jesus went to? It was... What was it? it lasted for like four or five days or something like that. And by the fourth day, they ran out of wine. And that's why Jesus did his thing. Oh, man. Behold, it was Leah. Or, well, her, actually, her name is actually pronounced Leah. But it was Leah that said to Laban. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm just I'm, I'm reading this forward. So can, can, Wait a minute. Wait, I'm not done with this. Okay, go for it. Can you imagine waking up the next morning? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He probably sprung off the bed. That's probably what happened. It's like something out of a comedy. Um, not funny to him, but it would be funny to me. Yeah. Oh, I just, 
He was probably furious. Furious. Oh, man. Well, it sounds like that because of what he does next. Yeah. So it says, and, and Laban said, it must not be done. So, so like he says, why have you done this to me? He's talking to Leah. Uh, and Laban said, it must not be done. So in our country, to give the younger before the firstborn, fulfill her week. And we will give you this one also for the service which you serve with me still another seven years. But so, he waited seven years and one week to get the woman that no, he really wanted to marry. No, that second part. It says, fulfill her week, and we will give her one also. So he's talking about Rachel. Also, for the service which you have served with me still another seven years. It was seven years. Well, wait a minute now. He yeah. had to wait. He had to wait another seven years. He had to work another seven years. Oh, I know he had to work seven years, but I thought I misunderstood because I thought he said, let's wait one week, give her the wedding week, and then I'll give you my daughter, Rachel. That's the way I read it. I, I must have read it wrong. Here here in uh, the, my, the NIV version, verse 26. Um, in 27, Laban replied, it's not our custom here to give the younger daughter uh, before the older one. Finish, you didn't explain that. Finish this daughter's bridal week. Then we will give you the younger one also in return for another seven years of work. And that's why I thought they gave her to him after that marital, the bridal week, but only if he worked another seven years. That's how I read that. So it's, it sounds to me it's like seven years, seven days, and then seven more years. So it was actually 14 <laughs> yeah. years. No, it actually, it, <laughs> yeah, actually, it actually explains it here in verse 28. Um, and Jacob did so. He finished the week with Leah, or Leah, and then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to, to be his wife. Laban gave his servant Bela to his daughter Rachel as her attendant, and then Jacob... Uh, made love to Rachel also, and his love for Rachel was greater than his love for Leah, and he worked for Laban another seven years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that he was did. he did. He worked 14 years. Yeah, he did. I knew that. But but seven of those he was with Rachel. Right. Okay. But my point is, is the payment was for Rachel, but he still had to work that seven yep. seven years. He still had to work 14 yeah, absolutely. total. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I get that. Yeah. <sighs> I, just, I would have been so mad. Poor Leah, though, right? Poor Leah. They, I mean, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She got me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, that's the oh next chapter. God. Yeah. Oh my word, that is not funny. <laughs> so, I, I think, and and I've heard this message preached on this many times before. But do do you guys remember what Jacob means? The name Jacob. No. No. Happiness. Nope. Do you guys remember? Laughter. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, you're 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 the other side though. Another another child is named Laughter. Okay, okay. Jacob actually means surplanter or deceiver. Oh yes. Remember? We talked about this. Oh. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, a couple episodes ago. He yeah. was. His name actually means deceiver. And what did he just do two episodes ago that we just talked about? What did he just do? He listened to his mom and deceived his dad. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, there we go again. He's gonna, so he's getting a taste of his own medicine. How oh. about we just say the fact that he listened to a woman 
and that's why. What? <laughs> no, actually, yeah. if you th- if you dissect this a little more, he listened to his mom, who was the sister of Laban, who was using the same tactics that his mom talked him into doing with his dad. Are you saying it wrong in the family? Very interesting. Yeah, they were different cultures. I mean, I mean, they 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 were from different, completely different lands and everything. So, I mean, we're not talking about two people that were raised exactly the. Uh, I mean, like I'm talking about like Isaac and um, his wife. You know, like I'm not. They're com- from completely two two different cultures. Wrote down here in my notes here. I would have been so mad. I would have thought about cashing out. I mean, that's just one woman, right? Okay. I got to take this leap, but I'm leaving. This is off. I'm done. <laughs> Technically, he had two. Yeah. Well, this would have been a lot of gunplay. <laughs> there would have been gunplay in a mafia movie. <laughs> oh, man. What are, you, what are you talking about, eh? What is stupid? What are you, stupid? <laughs> a parallel about Christ could probably be made for this, that the actual payment that Christ wanted is us, Right like a purified, holy human race. But instead he got, well, he got us. <laughs> but he yeah. was willing to work those 14 years. He was willing to do that. I mean, Jesus didn't work 14 years. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's a parallel of the commitment that Christ has for us here in this, in this that Jacob was saying, no, I love Rachel so much that I'm willing to, to do this for 14 instead of the agreed seven. You know, he's willing to go that extra mile. Twice the extra miles. Well, I, th- I think if you dissect that a little more, I can see where your parallel is because he did. He worked until he was 30 before he started his work, honestly. You know, he he waited till he was 30 before he was blessed. You're talking about Christ? Christ, you know, Christ yep, yep. Before he was blessed there in the wilderness with uh, um, John the Baptist. And so now he's like, okay, I've done it. Here I am. And God is like, nope, you still got to go until you get crucified yeah, not, <laughs> for love not of stop for, the people. For two more years, yeah. Yep, because Christ's ministry lasted for three and a half years, and then it was abruptly stopped. Boom. And then once you do this, then the payment will be on them afterwards. Right, right. So I, I don't know. And and I mean, the story, honestly, it gets from this point on, it gets just worse and worse and worse for Jacob. I mean, but I mean, through the whole thing, and I, I, maybe this is a foreshadowing of what's what's to come through the whole thing. He still trusts in the Lord and tries to do his best to to I, I don't know. It's It's like he it's like he wants to put his own deceiving days behind him, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think that um, the last seven years wouldn't have really felt like a repayment. He's been doing it now for seven years. It's been part of his lifestyle, but now he just gets to do it with the bride that he was meant to be doing it for. Right. It's not like still working for with that carrot. Now he has the carrot, and he's working and living life and doing the job that he's done all of his life with his uncle now and his two cousin wives. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You she, had to throw that in. This is That's my cousin. Funny. This is my cousin wife. <laughs> you my cousin, my other cousin. Good kiss. <laughs> She's a good kisser. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Have you guys uh, ever had to uh stick to something like that in, in, in like real real life stuff where you had to 
work for something and you thought that you finally attained it, but then you found out that, you know, you still had more work to do because um, the payment wasn't what you thought it was going to be and you still had to stick it out. Yeah. <laughs> Driving truck, actually. The numbers look good on paper. Let me put it that way. I was dry, like, you know, driving, and we, we were actually trying to get a home is what, what the thing was. And then, lo and behold, we got a couple years into me driving truck, being away from the family, and doing all this. And then we ended up finding out this isn't it, – it's it's not worth it. In, in, in this – in my instance, I stuck with it for several years. I mean, I drove truck for, oh, man, I don't know, six years or so. And for those of you who, are dri- who drive truck, by the way, I, I would love to drive truck again. I loved it. But being away from my family, just it was terrible. And we stuck to it. Eventually, we did end up getting a home. But the moment we got a home, I was like, okay, I'm done. We, we got a house. We've saved up for it, you know. And it was just it didn't turn out the way we thought it was. We thought I, thought I was only going to have to work for like three or four years, you know, six, six, seven years later. And the cool thing about this story is that I know this is getting a little ahead of, ahead of us, but this is showing 14 years of perseverance. But Jacob still is able to pull that parachute cord poof, and go start a life somewhere else. So even after 14 years of working on something, he was able to change direction and still be, be uh, of use and profit somewhere else. Wow, this has been a great, great um, chapter to go through with you guys. Thank, thanks for uh, joining us. Hey, Justin, you want to lead us out of here in prayer? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this time together. Uh, We pray, Lord, uh, blessings over this episode. Give us all the wisdom and understanding, Father, and the ability and give us the the strength and courage to do what we need to do, Father. Uh, Keep everybody safe out there, Father. And uh, we love you so much and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been Justin. This has been Sully. This has been Wayne. And this is Tom. And for listening and we will talk to you guys next time. Well, hello, everyone. Now that this is all over, I hope you had a great time. Now, listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I'm closing up. And the boys gave me this note to let you know you can get a hold of them on something called Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, podcast. Podcast? What are they, fishing for whales? Listen, folks, just look up Biblical Chili anywhere. I'm sure you'll be able to find them out there. And until, Lord willing, we'll see you again. May the Lord bless you. Goodbye. Do you think they're still listening? I doubt it. There can't be that many people that listened all the way to the end of the track. Most of them probably skip it. But in case you did, congratulations. You're one of the few. We love you.